Hey there, folks. Is Media Matters report a crusade for transparency or a defamation risk now for advertisers? I'm Aaron Young. Today we'll find out. Now, streaming right around the world, this is Ticker Today. Hello, it is so great to be with you wherever you are joining us from. Also on Ticker Today, after a mad week in Silicon Valley, will OpenAI's board really try to lure Sam Altman back to run the company? But first... We'll kick it off with Ticker Hotshots. We head to New York and Veronica Dudo standing by. Always great to see you, Veronica. Now, social media company X suing the media watchdog group Media Matters, alleging the organization defamed the platform after it published a report that said ads for major brands had appeared next to post touting Adolf Hitler and also the Nazi party X facing growing outrage since Media Matters published the report on Thursday, which led IBM, Comcast, Apple as well, many other advertisers now pulling the plug from ads from the platform as a response. This is a really interesting story because we know that Twitter itself has been used by these media following organizations, quite often uh, left-leaning organizations that target certain individuals, essentially their tweets, and basically try to cancel them. But... The question is, did Elon Musk inflame this with some of his tweets uh, about the Jewish people over the past week? So this will certainly be playing out, it seems like, in the courts, unless both parties could come to some sort of agreement out of court ahead of time where they wouldn't be getting publicity. Uh, it's, it's a very important question. You know, where does it go from here? You're, you're seeing that this is certainly affecting X's bottom line because a whole host of major brands are now pulling their ads. So, you know, what exactly is behind this? And again, it goes back to the different algorithms. What are you seeing? Uh, you know, what is being marketed? How are things being paired up? It's a lot of questions, you know, that we see big tech working uh, to try to answer sometimes. So, uh, you know, it will be very interesting to see where this goes. Uh, again, will they want the publicity or not? Uh, will remains to be seen? Uh, kind of your thoughts where this came from and where it might go? Yeah, well, obviously, we've been watching this ongoing relationship ever since Elon Musk said he was planning to buy what used to be called Twitter, that suddenly there was a group, a number of groups, parents, groups, etc., who were really angry and advertising became an issue. So Miss Yaccarino came over from NBC Universal with the idea that she would be able to stabilize the ship. But only months ago, Elon Musk said he doesn't even really believe in the role of chief executive officer, somewhat undermining her. And there are reports over the past 24 hours that she actually is now trying to reject calls from friends, from former co-workers at NBC Universal saying, you need to leave. Things are getting a little bit out of hand there. You need to leave. We know that issues like um, the Israelis versus the Palestinians and Hamas is a hot button issue and always has been. It angers a lot of people, very, very polar opposite sides. So to be the CEO of a platform that seems to, I, I guess he thinks he's having fun, right? You listen to a lot of his interviews. He enjoys stirring the pot. And I think it's great to have someone who stirs the pot. But when it comes to financial, when you are the CEO of the company, you really do have a responsibility. The thing is, is he doesn't have a board of directors to pull him into line. What do you reckon? It is, uh, you know, interesting, as you said, where we're, we're seeing, uh, again, this was the idea of the free town square where everybody could come together. I think, you know, it's difficult. You'll always have bad actors. Uh, how quickly can you try to move to remo to move, remove them and make sure, you know, content is correct and, and yeah. that, you know, you're filling your responsibility. It, it, it's not an easy situation. And so, yeah. uh, I, 
depending on how much more we learn about uh, the inner workings will be uh, definitely interesting. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Binance because some pretty big news there. The chief uh, Shang Peng Zhao will be stepping down, pleading guilty to breaking criminal US money laundering laws, anti-money laundering laws, we should say, as part of a $4 billion settlement. It resolves a years-long probe. We've been covering it at Ticker for quite some time, the world's largest crypto exchange. Now, a short time ago, he actually tweeted this. We'll bring it up on screen and I'll read it to you. Today, I stepped down as CEO of Binance, says the former CEO. Admittedly, it was not easy to let go emotionally, but I know it is the right thing to do. I made mistakes and I must take responsibility. This is best for our community, for Binance and for myself. Binance is no longer a baby. It is time for me to let it walk and run. I know Binance will continue to grow and excel with the deep bench that it has. We know that he is about to face a court in Seattle, Veronica. And the idea is he wants his troubles to be separate from the company Binance. Maybe a slim chance to be able to operate. We saw what happened with FTX as soon as Sam Bankman-Free got into trouble. Really interesting because now we're seeing a huge push going after crypto. So is it warranted? Is it something that these, uh, you know, leaders are the ones who should be taking the fall and not necessarily the companies because you know there's a really big underground movement where they want to move away from cash as a currency and they would like to use crypto there's a huge mm. following for this and so now when you're seeing these agencies and the government coming down hard and uh you yeah. know leveling a lot of uh you know allegations right now that would have to be proven in court and then potentially uh, they would have to be paying damages. You know, are they shutting down these companies? You know, should the companies still be allowed to exist uh, if they can, you know, be able to, you know, pay back potentially what they own. So you do wonder what's going on here uh, yeah. because we exactly, we just saw everything with FTX and now here uh, with Binance. And, and very much another company run by a single person in the tech sphere uh, that seems to keep getting themselves into trouble. Veronica, good to see you. We'll talk soon. Take care. In a move signaling its confidence in the Chinese market, McDonald's has announced its decision to boost its stake in its local business. The global fast food giant plans to expand its presence and capitalize on the promising growth prospects in China's ever-evolving consumer landscape. McDonald's has got a taste for growth in China. The US fast food giant says it has struck a deal to ramp up its stake in its Chinese business to 48%. The deal sees McDonald's buy out a 28% stake held by Carlyle Investment Group. The move is in sharp contrast to other multinational corporations. Many have pulled back investments in China or even left the market altogether due to geopolitical and economic worries. But McDonald's chief executive Chris Kemchinski said Monday that he believed there was no better time to capture higher demand in what he called its fastest growing market. Financial terms were not disclosed but two sources said the deal values the China unit at around $6 billion. That's far more than its valuation in 2017, when McDonald's agreed to sell 80% of the business for up to $2.1 billion. Since then, the number of McDonald's stores in China has doubled to 5,500, and the country has become its second largest market. It aims to have more than 10,000 stores there within the next few years. McDonald's further said the business has generated sales growth of more than 30% since September 2019. A consortium led by state-supported conglomerate Citic still has controlling ownership of the China business with a 52% stake. 
Sam Altman and OpenAI's Embattled Board of Directors reportedly beginning talks on his potential return to the company. That's a report out today from Bloomberg. Hard to believe. It's been a wild ride of a week so far as OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, sacked its CEO over the weekend. For more, we're joined by Dr. Karen Sutherland from the University of the Sunshine Coast. It is hard to know where things are at right now. We're kind of watching. I think if you asked what was happening in ChatGPT, even though it's 18 months old, it would probably give you a better understanding than what we're seeing in the media at the moment. Um, what is going on with the investor concerns? Why did this happen in the first place? Well, I mean, there's a lot of spec- speculation around that, but oh, I hope they make a Netflix series out of this. Like, <laughs> the, the drama, the twists and the turns over the last few days. So, okay, so it started with the board ousting Sam Altman. They, they were, there was talking there sort of um, their, what, what they, their excuse for that around. They were saying he wasn't being overly transparent in a sort of a roundabout way. We don't actually know. Uh, I've been following a Reddit It's pretty scary, and, though. Um, like, hang on, it's pretty scary. Like, when I read that over the weekend, I was like, the yeah. one thing that we want from the CEO of the company that invented uh, the world's yeah. leading AI consumer yeah. program is co- is transparency because of I the think. huge fears we have about how far this thing could go if it becomes a sentient being. Absolutely. And so some of the speculation has been that Sam Altman wanted to sort of forge ahead and the board were trying to take precautions to really consider the safety aspects around it and security concerns, which, I mean, which is what we talked about a few weeks ago about the US's executive order. And so that's been the speculation that the the tension between progress and being sort of um, mindful and conservative around the progress. And so, yeah, so that's that's where it all kicked off. And then straight after that, about an hour after that, Greg Brockman, who was the president and chairman, he he quit uh, in solidarity with what happened. And uh, then over the weekend, then 700 uh, OpenAI employees signed a petition because they wanted the board to resign. And in their structure, apparently the employees have more weight than um, the investors in in the, um, the wow. company. So that's quite interesting. And they have very much made their voices heard that they put out a, a letter saying, unless the board resigns, the board of directors resigns, they will resign en masse and join Sam Altman over at Microsoft, which brings me to my next point about the ownership structure yes. of OpenAI. It is a very unique ownership structure at OpenAI because we remember reporting, I think it was last year, that Microsoft was spending billions to buy a significant share. That is now where Sam Altman is headed, and that is where yes. many of his top engineers are saying we will go to unless the board resigns. Absolutely. So uh, from reports, it seems that Microsoft owns about 49% of OpenAI's profit um, operating company. And so they have a large say in what's happening. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so they've, they've attracted um, Altman and Brockman over to head up a new advanced AI research arm of the company. And it makes sense because, I mean, now ChatGPT4 actually can scan the live internet using Bing, which is owned by Microsoft. So you can see how it's all sort of entwined. Yeah, talk to us about the legal considerations of this as well, um, about the complexity surrounding the investor's ability to actually sue the board. Yes, yeah, so uh, basically the uh, some of the OpenAI investors, they're exploring legal action because of this abrupt dismissal and it's sort of a, a cross between a non-profit board and then there's some profit aspects to it as well. So it doesn't seem really clear Like, uh, and I think they're still sort of working out what action they can actually take in response to what's happened. 
It is so fascinating to watch and to see where it goes because we don't know of any precedence uh, for this. Obviously, there have been investors who have sued the board before, but watching now a situation, as we mentioned, where Microsoft, which owns 49% of the company, is now taking on the CEO of that company, you'd have to ask what Microsoft would now be planning to do with its shares to either keep it going or to say to the world, as you mentioned, ChatGPT4, now so based on Bing, which is owned by Microsoft, uh, it'll be interesting. We'll be watching closely. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. All right. You are watching Ticker. More. You are watching Ticker. More Ticker right after this. You're watching Ticker. We'll have more in just a few minutes. 